The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Yes, this is the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 224. Well, when last we uh, gathered together and met, uh, boy, uh, the media was in a firestorm over this BuzzFeed article. That turned out to be absolute crap. Yep. Uh, yeah, Robert, no crap. less than Robert Mueller himself had to <laughs> come out and squelch that. <laughs> uh, no evidence whatsoever nope. that they no. had of uh, Trump uh, pushing Michael Cohen to commit perjury. Now, <laughs> oh, uh, on, all the media outlets uh, went with this and were have, uh, worked up in a frothing frenzy over it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Always, say, if true, well, if you don't know that there's any legitimacy to it, you probably shouldn't pursue it so aggressively yep. like that. But they did it anyway because, oh, God, they wanted to believe this oh, was true yeah. and that it wasn't. And, uh, boy, <laughs> what a big embarrassment. Yep. So, geez, Louise, how terrible this is for the media and whatnot. And so, yeah. oh, man, all these assholes are going to say, you see, it's the fake news yep. media and That's all that. Right. And, oh, it's God damn it. No. So what do you follow that up with? <laughs> Say, I know. Let's uh, get a frenzied lynch mob to attack a bunch of teenage boys. Yes, that's what <laughs> hey, they I did with the uh, Covington right Catholic here. school kids oh, out man. at the March for so Life. Uh, gee, who'd have thought a bunch of Catholics would go to uh, uh, an anti-abortion march? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're already mad at him for that. Oh yeah. But uh, quite a few of these kids were wearing their MAGA hats. Oh, oh no. And so, uh, some uh, the black Israelites were out there uh, oh, calling them homosexual slurs, among other things, and racial slurs and whatnot. Uh-huh. And then uh, some Native American protesters decided to. Uh, to to show unity with the black Israelites who uh-huh. uh, don't particularly care for them either, <laughs> and uh, got up into this kid's face and beat his drum. Now the clip of the kid standing there smiling in the face of this uh, Nathan Phillips is his name, yep. who's a Vietnam veteran and a Native American, well. uh, beating his drum in the kid's face. Yeah, and somehow this got construed as if the kid was intimidating uh, the old uh, uh, Native American guy. Uh, uh, and sure, th- that sure. was it. They uh, somehow missed all the other footage oh, of uh, yeah. the black Israelites uh, calling yeah, them uh, uh, the, the F it's word or homophobic uh, terms yeah. and stuff like that, where the kids, these supposed nasty Trump-supporting kids, uh-huh. uh, were actually defending homosexuals against these guys. Oh, we Wait, couldn't what? show that. So somehow, oh, I'm sure it was all an accident when the likes of CNN and NBC News just didn't notice that part. Uh-huh. Uh, and in fact, one of the, I believe, I believe it was a CNN anchor who was saying that, uh, you know, they were uh, intimidating African-Americans who were quoting passages from the Bible. Oh, come on, man. (laughs) This was they didn't accidentally do this. They had to have seen the footage and edited it where this and told you that these kids were confronting this poor old guy Uh with his uh, ceremonial uh, Indian drum, uh-huh. uh, you know, going on. And they were mocking him and all this stuff. And that now, when you see the real story, now it's down to well, the hats are intimidating. Oh, yeah, they are yeah. intimidating. 
God oh, damn it. Mega hat. Millions of Americans. Uh, who cares? It's a symbol of racism. Uh, it's bullshit. like a swastika or the oh, rebel flag or the KKK oh, bitchy hood. No. That's what it is. No, it it could be bad. So that, they knew what they were doing. So don't, oh, don't hush give me that this up. just because... Uh, just a few little little narrative little, mistakes little. Uh, by the media. Oh, come on! <laughs> God damn it! No, oh, yeah. Can't people get their shit together? No, because it's stupid. You can't stupid. Shut up! What's the matter, Lefty? My hat's scaring you? Yes, Red. Your hat is very intimidating. I'm clearly oh, triggered, now. and I have to be in this environment every oh, time God. we do this stupid show, and it's just so yeah, well, I gotta be in this stupid environment every no. day you come in. Your hair's either purple or green That's or pink expression. or some shit like that. I mean, god damn, you think I like it? But I, I deal with it because I'm a grown ass man. You understand? Oh, yeah. good lord. Yeah, I've had enough of your toxic masculinity. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, Lefty uh, brought up sort of an interesting question here of how could this happen, especially after the BuzzFeed fiasco, they follow it up with this disaster uh, that literally did drum up a lynch mob mentality, at least online for the most part. But nevertheless, the Covington School decided to cancel classes uh, out of fear uh, for security and because of threats they were getting and all this sort of thing. So all of this mess over nothing, really nothing. And once again... Uh, just giving credence to the narrative that <laughs> the media is just not trustworthy at all. But again, how could this happen? How? Well, yeah. well the answer actually came from an unlikely source. Yes, on the, from Joy Behar oh, on the God. chicken coop. It's uh, called we the, got view. the clip. Let's, let's listen to Joy's explanation uh, for how this could happen. Uh, we just instantly say that's what it is based on what we see in that moment exactly and then have to walk stuff back when it turns out we're wrong why is that why is do we keep making the same mistake because we're because we're desperate to get trump out of office yes holy shit she just let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, that's that's right. it. They're so goddamn yeah. obsessed with Trump whooping their ass. They no. can't stand it. No. And that's why they have meltdowns oh, like this. How can you not have a meltdown with that insanity sitting in the White House? Oh, God. Yeah, even though she's uh, explaining it there beyond her own understanding. Oh, uh, The audience just, well, that audience just roars at everything. Oh, I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll even contradict themselves and what they're cheering on. That's not, that's not right. <laughs> uh, but, that's not right. yeah, we're upset about Trump, and that justifies everything, even yes. uh, attacking uh, children. Yeah. Uh, well, so... And so Whoopi is sitting there is like, ah, how can it get to this? <laughs> Trying to sound very sincere and uh, very would. thoughtful in this. And then, yeah. oh, I just want to get rid of Trump. You know, and so, yes, the hatred, the blind, like bigoted hatred no. of Trump and not just yeah, the man Trump, but the people who supported him, the, the whole yes. victory, uh, the Republican Party, what yes. have you. Uh, that is what blinded the majority no. of the media to just just immediate be, well, believe this story. Kids were uh, even though the initial Lord. clip does not provide any uh, narrative that fits that 
Yeah, well, the, I mean, the evidence that fits that yeah, narrative. Straight, and they immediately ran with it. And this wasn't just leftist people. Like, National Review has the people over there that said, well, yeah, these, these, these punk kids who think oh, they're so clever. And what, oh, yeah. I can't stand it when they lose their balls. You didn't like have that. enough there to make a judgment like that to the point where you had people calling, let's find out who these kids are. You know, why? Well, you know, because you want to threaten them, that's why. And people did on Twitter and threatened them to put them in wood chippers and that sort of thing. This idiot comedy writer who said she would blow a guy. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, but did you see her titties? The the one that was in the picture, you know. Uh, You see her titties, though? Well, yes, she she does. Yeah. And now you understand why she's working in the uh, entertainment industry. Oh, yeah, no doubt. uh, That's her talent right there. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, but so there you have it, and it's that you're blinded by the hatred, no. and this is the the answer no, to Trump the whole is, is Russian hate. collusion story, the whole investigation for two years, He's so on and so forth. That despite hate. all of this, uh, and with the BuzzFeed story, you still have Adam Schiff. We're going to investigate this. Well, thank God, <laughs> Robert Mueller told you. Yeah, it's not true. It's not there. There's no I documentation. It's not there. And I mean, right true. off the bat, you say, well, why wasn't there an, an, a charge made against Trump when you, you uncovered a crime, you know, if you had documentation of it and everything? Yeah, they, and he didn't. So that's why he had to come out. It's yeah, like, yeah. what was he going to do? Let this drag on? And, and people well, are going to wonder, well, why, why isn't he doing something? You know, because it's not there. So, well, but yeah. shift <laughs> doesn't well. matter. Um, we've eliminated an anti-terrorist committee so we can have a probe, more probes into the Russian oh, collusion. Good. And so there you go. If you are still falling for this, it's again, it's only out of spite at this oh, point. Well, and this was just Trump's devastating fault. to the dinosaur news media. Oh, and some are irritated by YouTubers and whatnot. They Thank God be. they're for, not uh, YouTube videos and other social media posts. Yeah. People say, well, look, here's we the actual know. footage. We just that old media is line. desperate to to keep on to its power and uh, and they can't stand it when the well, piss ants can you prove them wrong and it's getting easier and easier to do because they're just flat out lying at this point yeah I don't buy at all that they just accidentally ran with a single clip it, it could I, be you know it's, it's a either that day. or they're absolutely incompetent just beyond stupid probably both which again trashes their credibility on any other oh, stories yeah. they do. And that's that. Like, oh, damn it. People are going to say this is an example of fake news. Yeah, exactly. they are because it is. No! No! You know? I mean, it. it's no. not someone doing it to you. You did it. No! No! Um, no! Damn it! Yeah, that's... Uh, no. Mark the last Friday on your calendar. Right, this is it. the day. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> It, the curtain was totally exposed. Oh, I mean, yeah. Just naked. And not the, the, the cool naked news with the oh, Playboy bunnies. No, oh, no, no. God. <laughs> this oh, was yeah. the nasty naked news that shows how the sausage yeah. was made. There it is for everyone to see and be disgusted. Uh, so, uh, they, and then even now, I think it was an NBC news reporter talking to the kid. And don't you think you might want to apologize for something? He should. Of <laughs> He's the victim here, you stupid oh, idiot. He's a privileged And then CNN white puts kid. Nathan Phillips on there, and he's able to just lie his ass off oh about what God. happened, and they're still going to push him up there like a, a hero, and all they want to stick is. to that narrative that these nasty Trump youth boys <laughs> went well, and brutalized some poor Native fits. American. 
oh, that all oh, that narrative, all oh, that that myth that they're it's so not enamored a myth. with. You can see it in his It's bigotry. Smirk. It's bigotry against, you know, white kids, Republicans, oh, oh, Christians, oh, Catholics. You know, gee, the one time a story involving Catholic kids, yeah, you know. Oh, so, geez, there you go. Uh, a, a terrible day for the media and a well-deserved dose of scorn. Oh, oh damn it. Just, just stop it already. You're just driving me crazy with this bullshit. No one cares. The world is going up in pain. Trump's just going to... He's just gonna kill us all, and you won't do anything about it. It's just shameful. Oh goddamn, Lefty! The world ain't gonna end, Jay. Well, I don't know, Red. The great prophetess of our time, Alexandria Casio Cortez. Oh yes. In a conversation with racist Tony Hesey Coates. What? Uh, said that we only have twelve years left. Oh, come on. Millennials and people and, you know, Gen Z and all these folks that come after us are looking up and we're like, the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. And your biggest issue is your your biggest issue is how are we going to pay for it? And like, this is the war. This is our World War Two. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) Stupid Tana he sees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> stop that. That's not right. <laughs> no, it yeah, isn't. Yeah. But no, by taxing uh, the tippy tops, oh, we'll no. have the forty trillion that she needs oh, to uh, give us universal education, hey, free universal that? education oh, and health care. What's wrong? And uh, her green revolution that'll save that? the world everything. from itself. At least he's trying. Um, no, <laughs> At least he's trying, Doc. That's all we have oh, left. God. And you dumbasses who just want to be precisely factual. Exactly. Oh, want to have a pay for it? I mean, oh, stop, stop that. asking me stuff and just do as you're told. You exactly. And uh, that's that's basically what you got there. Yeah. But um, uh-huh. she's the future of the Democratic Party. Well, good. Oh, Fine. Yeah. Finally. Someone who cares and someone who's willing to stand up for what she believes in. It's her truth. Uh-huh. And that's just, that's amazing. You know, that's really admirable. And she's the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, she's always going to be saying something stupid. Uh, you know, you, 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 listen, you know, when Trump says something stupid and you're what? always saying, he never does. it doesn't matter, you know, and it stuff don't. like that. So, oh boy, now here, here you go. You're going to beat on this poor young woman who just wants to make the world a better place. And you're just going to laugh at her because she gets a little detail wrong here and there. A little detail? The world's going to end in 12 years? No, Good stop. Lord. Well, uh, yeah, Trump has said some silly things and some stupid stuff and engaged in dumb things here and there. But uh, his job performance is top-notch. <laughs> It's just, it just is. And uh, what what can I derive from uh, Acasio when she specifically points out what it is she wants to do? And it's this pie-in-the-sky nonsense. Uh, Trump has his track record of his, his companies and his business and whatnot. She doesn't have any of that. And it, she has no experience uh, of any other workplace other than tending bar and uh, coming out of school and living with her parents after that and everything. So 
and she doesn't really know a whole lot and it's uh, demonstrable and she doesn't have any career uh years to the, the to pull from because she's too young but so uh yeah and trump has this record and she's got nothing so uh yeah if all she's gonna do is say stupid shit but she's gonna do the basic job that would be fine but that's not what I'm hearing from her. That's not what she wants to do. And I could go on with other clips where she's condemning people for being successful and rich and all that and capitalism. Capitalism has done more for the poor than any other institution in the history of mankind. And she doesn't understand that because, again, she's an idiot and she's completely ignorant and bereft of history to the point of mocking it. I mean, uh, this is our World War II. She has no idea what World War II was. And doesn't understand how much of an insult she just issued to everybody who struggled in that and suffered from it. So good luck with that. But, you know, in this crazy day and age and uh, people's uh, desire to believe in something that isn't true because they just want it to be true and fantasy and Santa Claus, just like wanting to believe that, yes, these kids attacked this poor elderly Native American man because they wanted to believe their hatred of that MAGA hat was justified. So, yes, it is very possible that a group like, like Cortez could overtake the government and run it into the ground <laughs> and we'll just have to pick through the ashes and start over. That can happen uh, just because Trump won, even if he gets reelected. It's not forever. All right. Uh, since we only have 12 years left, better hurry up and get to those breaks and the other little segments I've taped for the show. So let's get to it, huh? Thanks for listening. By the way, if you are listening and you want to hear it in the most best possible uh, way, why not check out our good friends at tweakedaudio.com? Yes, you head over there and you'll get a discount when you use the discount code NAILSIN. That's all one word at tweakedaudio.com. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on radiomisfits.com. Next time on My Brother's Keeper. <laughs> no, man, I'm telling you, I saw it on YouTube. The Earth is flat. I mean, if you're going to believe it's some round planet floating around in space, <laughs> next thing you're going to be telling me that Star Wars was a true story. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, uh. Damn you. Why the hell is my computer keyboard all sticky? Oh, oh, uh... And why is my browser history got all them porn sites on it? Oh, well, uh... And how come my office chair's got a sweaty butt print on it? Yeah, I try to defend them sometimes, but some of these things, you just can't. Now, I don't care what he does with his phone, but you don't put your sweaty ass in my chair. Oh, well, uh, uh... Shut up! Just answer me this. Did you pleasure yourself using my computer? Uh, answer me, damn it. Did you pleasure yourself on my computer? Uh, yes, I did. God, damn it. God, what do we do with you? That's next time on My Brother's Keeper on TLC. Well, hello there. Do you like scary movies, but you don't want to watch them alone? Well, you can watch them with me. Yes, you head over to selfie.com slash Nelson, and you can get this classic 
Frankenstein, yes! Dr. Victor Frankenstein, a closeted homosexual working in a castle on a remote Swiss island, attempts to create a perfect man, but his resultant creation turns out to be a murderous flatulent beast who must be destroyed. So he sends his girlfriend and young son to trap the monster. Also in this baggage deal is Flash Gordon's Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe Chapter 3. Flash and his crew get caught in an avalanche, while Dr. Zarkov is in an aerial dogfight with mean thugs. After that, Zarkov battles his own crew over the break room microwave. This film includes music by Kevin McLeod. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. So head over to selfie.com slash Nelson to order this today. That's S-E-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. So head over there and order Frankenstein today. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. So, there was another Flash episode called Seeing Red. Now, why would he be seeing red? Because he looked in the mirror and saw his suit. (laughs) No, Uh, the Flash was mad because uh, he had another tangle with Cicada and it all went wrong. Uh, He shut off their powers, uh, even though it looked like to me Killer Frost could pretty much finish this guy off since uh, he can't affect her powers. But for whatever reason, yeah, it just didn't work out that way. And uh, he ends up paralyzing the Flash's daughter, Nora. And so uh, she's stuck back at uh, Star Labs while they're waiting for her to recover. But first, they had to get the dark matter out of her system so that her powers could return and uh, would heal her. And eventually, it did. So by the end of the episode, she's back to... The, the, uh, you know, good shape and all. Uh, but meanwhile, this gives a chance for Barry to be mad and, of course, go over the edge. Well, meanwhile, uh, they realize that uh, there's a mole within the police department that's giving away information on where all the metahumans are. And uh, this helps Cicada track them down. And so uh, the Flash decides to try to collect them all and uh, they go to that uh, snake-eyed guy. <laughs> Uh, back from that really god awful character that Katie Sackhoff was playing. Katie Sackhoff is a good actress, but she was awful in that character. But anyway, her, uh, her idiot, uh, uh, henchman here, the, the snake eyed guy, <laughs> they, uh, they go to him. He's with a buddy and his buddy gets killed by a cicada. And so they, uh, they talk to him. Hey, round up all the, the meta human criminals and, uh, we'll give them a free passage out of the city to, uh, to somewhere safe away from a cicada. So this mole. Who was upset because uh, he had been attacked and his mind taken over by a, a metahuman in a previous episode? So he's a police officer, and this all this all this all happens, and that's how it works out. So they decide to use the list in order to uh, draw Cicada out, and uh, the Flash confronts him and decides he's going to kick his ass even without his powers. Well, <laughs> not too bright, Flash, <laughs> but he's not thinking clearly because he's mad, and. Uh, so, uh, he just gets his ass handed to him and he uh, barely escapes. 
And they've eventually, of course, they're going to have the confrontation. But he tried the uh, cicada tracks them down to this uh, hangar where they're supposed to load onto a helicopter and escape. But uh, cicada uh, disables the helicopter and the oh no, oh no. So once again, Killer Frost has to take on the guy and sh- she does. But at first she decides, you know what? I'm just going to fight him with some, uh, some icicles. <laughs> just freeze him, you know? I mean. <laughs> And but she manages to get a, a cut on uh, a cicada, so that becomes apparently something significant for a future episode. As she now has a blood sample of the guy, but uh, he manages. She manages to hold off his uh, his magic dagger uh, with her freeze powers, and then the Flash gets his powers back, and then whoops his ass. But he's mad, so they're all worried back in Starlight. Oh no, Barry is is stepping over the edge. You're going too far, Barry. He's going to kill him and he'll, he'll regret it once he does, you know, he's going to the dark side and all that. So Nora quickly zips over there to stop him and he realizes, oh, huh, huh, cause he didn't know at the time that Nora was, uh, back to full health. And, uh, but he lets slip that, uh, he tells Cicada, you're going to pay for hurting my daughter. So now Cicada knows that Nora is his daughter, which he's got to be thinking, how the hell? <laughs> <laughs> They're almost the same age. <laughs> Doesn't know she's from the future. But uh, so now the show ends with him looking at pictures of her with a sinister look on his face. No, he's not doing that. He's just thinking, yeah, I'll make Flash pay the way I had to suffer from his adoptive daughter. But meanwhile, the Flash, after coming back from the dark side and realizing he almost went too far, he suddenly realized maybe we are going about this the wrong way, and if we save Cicada's daughter and, and uh, make her wake up from her coma, uh, we can uh, defuse his threat, uh, you know, by giving him what he really wants. So, that's fine and well, but uh, this just wasn't a very good episode. I, you know, I the cast is strong and all that, but this just... You know, and then uh, the predictable stuff. Don't go too far, Barry. It's not as bad as what they did in the Elseworlds special, which was pretty bad with that. So it's a little bit better than that, but uh, not by much. So uh, yeah, two and a half stars for seeing red for the Flash. So it's still the only show worth a crap out of the uh, CW superhero shows. So, you know, it's got that going for it, but. That's about it, yeah. Uh, they they can't keep doing uh, ones like these because uh, that's pretty bad. So there you go, the Flash seeing red because he's mad. You're listening to the Mister Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. wearing why it's the night night t-shirt bobo well, where'd you get that well i got it at the mr nelson store at zazzle.com there you can find your night night t-shirts and other products that mr nelson provides huh look at this one it shows you staring at the flying pig's butt <laughs> shut up bobo damn it anyway folks if you want your night night t-shirt, head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com and order your night night shirt today. This is CNN. <laughs>
Cut it off. 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 Go on. Cut it off. Hashtag cut it off. We at Gillette Razorblades want you to know that masculinity combined with heterosexuality is a toxic mental disorder. Stand with Gillette and support hashtag cut it off and purchase your Gillette razor blades today. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Previously on the cruise. Holy crap! See that chick over there? That, that's Balloon and Nut! The porn star! What? How the hell do you know them? Security Chief Sam Hill requesting permission to enter the bridge. Security Chief Sam Hill requesting permission to enter the bridge. Damn it! What the hell's going on? Why is anybody responding to my... There's nobody here. What the hell? Where is everybody? And now, part four of The Cruise. Crew quarters, this is Security Chief Sam Hill. Why is the bridge left unmanned? Somebody answer me, damn it! What the hell's going on here? Uh, did I hear Mr. Shackler say you're a pop star? <laughs> no, honey, porn star. I'm Baluna Nut. I've won awards for best ass to mouth scene two years in a row. Uh, uh, okay. Jeez. Uh, I don't understand. I mean, hang on a minute. Oh my god! Oh my god! What happened? Are are they dead too? Yes. They're dead. What? What? All of them. Dead. Crew quarters, this is Sam Hale, security chief. Why is the bridge unmanned? (sighs) GPS is completely offline. It's not per- what the hell? Well, there goes my appetite. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Well, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it appears we've uh, got a bigger situation than, than oh, you we think? Uh, anticipated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you might want to just, just back up <laughs> don't and uh, worry. stay away from the galley. Yeah, no uh, way I'm going until, in there. Uh, <laughs> uh, further, further notice. Uh, uh, what's going on? I heard there. someone scream. Come to save the day. Uh, well, Sam, uh, <sighs> looks like we got a bigger problem than, than, than we thought. What's wrong with Sarah? Well, <laughs> she's sick uh, on account of all the dead bodies uh, in the galley. What? Who the hell are you? I'm Sam. Mr. Guffin's right. Almost all of our passengers are dead. Uh, Lance, it looks like we've got a galley full of dead passengers. 
Yeah, Sam, I see that. Come on, why didn't somebody call the goddamn Coast Guard or the Navy? Goddamn, we did to get killed from God knows who what. This is the goddamn terrorist attack. It's what this is. Where's the security crew? That's just it, Sarah. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? You went to the bridge, didn't you? Yeah, and I found it empty. Nobody's up there. What? Oh, you hear that, Mimi? Oh, oh man, the captain done abandoned no, ship and no, left the no, ship. No, no, God knows no, no, what no, fate. That's oh, all I'm saying. Holy crap. Oh, no. Oh, no. I need you starting a panic, goddammit. We don't know what we're dealing with here. Now, shut up. Who the hell are you? Well, Doctor, what did you find? Uh, well, Sam, uh, from the rigor, uh, it's as if they've been dead for hours. It's signs of vomiting. Death seems to have been due to asphyxiation. They were poisoned. Poisoned? I mean, I, yeah, I, I guess we could have guessed as much, but how? And, and who could do it? Well, I hate to agree with Mr. Sheckler out there, but I guess we have to conclude we're the victims of a terrorist attack. Terrorists? You mean, you mean they poisoned the food from the party last night? But, I mean, all of us were there. I mean, how, how, how is it we're alive? I don't know, Mr. Guffin. I'll leave it to the real investigators when they get here. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, you and Miss Nod should go outside with the others. This, of course, is a crime scene as well. <laughs> don't worry, Mr. Hill. You can count on Mac Guffin to do absolutely nothing. <laughs> Damn it, Baluna. Why do you have to keep breaking my balls? <laughs> Ah, oh, don't worry, baby. I can't break what you don't have. <laughs> God, all the cruelty. Oh, look! You're the reason I'm even on this shitty cruise, and it was all for nothing! Now it looks like I'm trapped in a ship with terrorists, for God's sake. Look, you had your big shot, and you blew it, worm dick! God, I wish I'd never saw that damn contest. Uh, let me out! Let me out of here! Oh, oh, shit. Oh. You're, you're alive! Oh, man! Just barely. Come on, man. Oh, Take a seat. Take a seat. Yeah. All real is horrible. Oh, jeez. Uh, cream. Yeah. Did, did did you see see what happened? Well, it, it, after I played my last set, yo, I went into the back room to throw back a few, listen to the radio, and well, as usual, I fell asleep. Then. I wake up to the radio just making static noise, you know? And I stumble out into this horror movie set. So no, I didn't see shit. Uh, well, uh, Cream, did, uh, did you eat dinner here in the galley last night? Uh, uh, yeah? Yeah, well, we all did, Lance. I mean, it could depend on what dish we ordered or the amount we ate. In any case, it's the Coast Guard's job to solve. We have to get back to the port into our guests. Yeah, Sam, any idea when the Coast Guard will get here? Uh, well, no. Well, well, didn't they tell you? I went up to the bridge and sent out the call, and I got no response. You have been listening to The Cruise. Written, performed, and produced by me, Douglas Nelson. Any and all music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod and other public domain and copyright-free sources. 
Listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Sometimes I feel fat and attractive. But then I go shop at Walmart where the average customer is at least 400 pounds. And I'm nowhere near in that ballpark, so I feel great. <laughs> Thank you, Walmart. Yes, Walmart, where you can simply look around and feel better about yourself. Unless, of course, you're a regular. Wait, what's this? It's an old sci-fi classic. Oh, man, it must be cool and great, huh? No, I meant classic in the sense that it's classic cinema crap. Oh, well, don't worry, because I'll be there to narrate you through the entire film with my witchy commentary and cartoon sound effects. (laughs) Ah, gee, great! The film stars actor Peter Graves. You might remember him from the TV series Mission Impossible and as the creepy boy-hungry pilot on the movie Airplane. No, doesn't ring a bell. That's okay. Yes, Peter Graves stars as a nuclear physicist tormented by alien killers from space. But the title is somewhat misleading, as they only kill one man, and his death is kind of an accident. Anyway, after all that, they show Peter a bunch of films of bugs. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. Oh, man, I can't stand it any longer. Where can I get my hands on this? <laughs> All you have to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. There you'll find this and other films that I've graced with my brutal sound effects and witty commentary. <laughs> so head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's selfie, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash Nelson, N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Head over and download Killers from Space today for only $1.75. Whoa, cheap! Yes, yes it is. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Well, another episode of Project Blue Book. This time they were investigating the Lubbock Lights. This was a UFO report in the early 50s from Lubbock, Texas, where... Uh, just about everybody in the town was a witness. So this is a lot of eyewitnesses to uh, this triangular shape of lights that flew over the town. And at the same time, they were having all kinds of electrical problems, power outages and whatnot. And off they, off the lights went. Uh, well, the, the project blue book bosses uh, wanted them to conclude that day. Hey, it's just a, a flock of birds uh, reflecting the street lights. Well, <laughs> Uh, it's a pretty hard sell. Uh, if it had been, you know, one or two guys as the only witnesses, uh, that, that would probably work. But, uh, yeah, the, all the townspeople hyped up on it. It's, it's kind of tough to swallow that explanation as to what it could have possibly been. And of course, it doesn't explain the power outages happening at the same time and all that sort of thing. Now, within the show, there was a guy 
who he's in the hospital and he's suffering from all kind of convulsions and whatnot. And uh, he, he was a witness to this thing and apparently uh, suffered an attack from the from this uh, craft. Uh, it, and it, uh, it damaged his vehicle somewhat severely. And when they went to look at his uh, his uh, vehicle, it, it's all warped and melted looking. And stuff. so I, I don't recall that part. I could be wrong. There could be something like that. But good Lord. If you had that thing, let's see it. Because <laughs> that thing, the, the, you you everyone's going to believe something weird happened. Uh, no birds did that. But uh, this is the problem with this show. It takes an enormous amount of leaps and with dramatic license, to, you know, to, to sex it up. And, and literally, because the, the lesbian affair that almost happens is still going on. Uh, the spy returns, and despite the uh, beatnik bar that she uh, took uh, Mimi to in last episode, oh, they're good friends, and she helps her build a, uh, an atomic bomb shelter. Yeah, that, they're hyping that all up because of the time, you know, the fears of a nuclear war between the United States and Soviet Union. And so uh, bomb shelters were all the rage. And uh, so Mimi, she's having one built. And uh, this plays into the, yes, there is a, a, an era of a paranoia and fear. And so that plays into the explanation that uh, the, the townspeople could be all upset to the point that when they see something like that, they immediately jump to conclusions uh, that are a bit uh, bizarre, but it still doesn't quite work. I mean, they're all scared and paranoid about Russians and not aliens. <laughs> so um, why didn't they think they were being attacked by some sort of Russian uh, aircraft or something like that? But now it's aliens. So, eh. But still, on edge, what have you, scared, uh, it plays into the theory, but still a hard sell that it's just a bunch of birds. Uh, but uh, that's the official word uh, that they wanted him to uh, apply into. And, of course, uh, Hynek is going up against the Majestic 12 guys. <laughs> and uh, even though he and Quinn, his partner there, actually witnessed the UFO, they're in the car. Or no, uh, uh, Hynek is outside and Quinn's in the car. And then the car starts to react, I guess, similar to what the the, uh, the other witness went through, except his car is not all warped and everything, and uh, Quinn's not uh, in the hospital with convulsions, although they showed he had a slight tremor in his hand back at his office at the end of the show, and apparently he went to uh, touch a lamp, and it went, it, it went off. You know, it's like the bulbs uh, uh, exploded. So, oh, something happened to Quinn. So I don't know if they will reveal that later on in life he developed Parkinson's disease or something like that, but... Um, so uh, he, he's in the car and it's shaking all over the place and he manages to get out and they both see the UFO flying away. So they're, they're both witnesses to this, but of course he's air force and he's under orders to sit there and just keep going with the, the, the basic story that it was uh, birds mistaken for UFOs and all that. And Heineck, damn it. Uh, but going forward, uh, Quinn is going to still be playing the part of the skeptic when they're alone together in these investigations. I mean, it just, it, uh, that's not going to fly. I mean, you saw the damn thing. <laughs> that wasn't birds. <laughs> and so I, you know, how do you keep this template of the show going if that's what they'll do? So far, the best the show's got going for it, uh, is just the look of it. They, they've done very well with that and some of the atmospherics, but it's borrowing heavily from X files. And that's about it. Uh, if you're interested in these UFO stories, that's, I can understand it to some degree, but then you've already heard these, you know, these are all the old ones and it's going back through them and, and then adding things to it that didn't really happen. 
And, and then another bit of ev- uh, example of, oh, the, the country folk, they're, they're ready to lynch anybody at a moment's notice. So they kind of surround Heineck and uh, Quinn. That didn't happen. And, and, and then it just diffuses and they go away. I don't, <laughs> but it's constantly doing that. Granted, it's there to add to the another uh, element of the hysteria and paranoia going on at the time. But it's, it didn't happen the way they showed it in the last episode where they were ready to lynch the eyewitness to the Flatwoods monster. Uh, it didn't happen here either. Not like that. So it's a bit irritating and annoying, but they got to fill up the arrow with something. Uh, you know, so uh, the the most intriguing aspects of it is, of course, Heineck shows up and he's wanting to see witnesses and there's a classroom full of witnesses. And they're like, holy crap, you know, tons of people saw this. So how are you going to uh, argue this away? And then but they do. They just say it's a flock of birds and all that sort of thing. But um, it's just not a show I could recommend. I, I'm going to keep watching it, at least for this season. I don't know that it'll make another one. But it doesn't really belong on History Channel. But then again, History Channel isn't really the History Channel and hasn't been for years. So uh, I guess it does belong on it. <laughs> they do give little little uh, videos at the end for about a minute long or whatever about what the real story was and stuff like that, which was actually more intriguing. But they just can't seem to figure out how to make a show out of it and how to make a story with that with what with elements that actually happened. Uh, and, uh, and I don't know. Does anybody know that there was a lesbian romance with Mimi, Mimi Heineck's wife, Mimi? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I, well, <laughs> maybe so. I don't know, but it's just another one of these things they throw in because, uh, well, we got to fill up the time with something. And, uh, so, uh, pretty obvious. That that's what they're doing with that. But so uh, this one, this episode, uh, again, same problems, like I said, uh, too much dramatic license with details that obviously didn't happen. So eh, it's two stars because uh, effects are good. The the look is, they did a good job on that. The, the actors are okay. They're just not, they're just not giving them anything to really work with. So there you go. Project uh, Blue Book. The Lubbock Lights. Yeah. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. in 12 years if we don't address climate change and your biggest issue is your your biggest issue is how are we going to pay for it